That muscle grabber is for milk and tea. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jag Podcast. Uh, this is Jacob, and I'm here with my best friend, Garrett. And we wanted to start this podcast because we wanted to be fools for everyone to listen to and laugh at. Uh, this podcast is going to be generally comedy-based, um, but I do have a fair warning. If you are easily offended, I would click off of this because this is... This may or may not get ugly. This might be too strong for you. <laughs> yeah, I would, so um, in a sense, viewer discretion or listener discretion is advised. Um, so thank you for tuning in to the JAG podcast. Again, this is Jacob, and I'm sitting across from my best friend Garrett. Hey. And yeah, we're just here to have a good time and hopefully make your guys' day a better day by listening to our horrible <laughs> comedy and our horrible personalities. So uh, Garrett, how are you doing, bro? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing pretty solid. I'm excited to get this thing rolling. So um, we have a list of topics here we're going to talk about. Some of them I'm actually kind of I'm kind of proud of, and some of them I'm actually kind of concerned. Your list. <laughs> we're looking so, at a whiteboard here, just covered in green ink, and his side is completely full, and I have the smallest ass handwriting on the right side. I have three things, and he has like 24. He's got some like Egyptian hieroglyphic type handwriting. I'm not even sure what that is. <laughs> but, um, all right, so bio lubricating. That is not what it said. <laughs> okay, so last night, my friend Garrett almost got into a life-threatening situation. And so, Garrett, you should tell us about that. Because not even I've heard about that. Okay, so this is how it starts. So my sister for Christmas got our family a, uh, a kayaking trip down in uh, South Florida. And so basically how this went down is everybody came to the house. And then we all jumped in one car, headed there. And uh, it was pretty cool. We met this big burly guy who ended up being like the coach, like the kayak coach. And so we all jumped into the kayaks and uh, headed out into the sea. So we started cruising down. What sea? What sea? Mm-hmm. Let's see my ass cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> was it like a, like, like a lake or was it like a actual... It was like an inlet. It was an inlet? So like it was part sea, part gay boy. So we started heading down the coast and uh, we were in like this like little like rural area like where the bioluminescent area was supposed to be and it was like bright as day outside for like the next 30 minutes. So we were just trying to get to where we were going and it took like 50 minutes to paddle out and then once we got out there... (laughs) We were just chilling, staring at each other for like to stop that. <laughs> Holy crap. Does this, make you un- Does this make you uncomfortable? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Uh, okay, continue. So you're staring at everyone awkwardly. Got it? Yeah. And so then it gets nighttime, and then he's like, okay, everybody huddle in this corner with me. <laughs> so he started calling our names out, and then uh, we were. We started pedaling around again, and uh, it was so freaking cool. I'm not even gonna lie. Like at first, it was kind of lame. Like we were splashing the water, and like <laughs> at first, it sucked out. <laughs> it, it got better later. You could see it a little bit, but then after like an hour or so, okay. So this is like now it's like 10, 10, 10 p.m. So we're splashing the water like <laughs> a bunch of retards. <laughs> And, like, the wake was, like, kind of glowing. Like, you couldn't really tell since it was so freaking dark. And um, and so, meanwhile, let me fill you in that I am terrified of the ocean. I have a massive fear. Oh. And I absolutely hate being in the water because I think a megalodon is just going to show up from below and just eat my ass out. <laughs> I 
Okay, we know the real fear is just becomes, you know, from you fearing like losing like your pinky toe or something like that. Because I know you value your pinky toe. Bro, I seriously value my pinky toe. Okay, so I need you're slashing things. the water like an autistic child. Okay. Yeah, and so it's like ten, it's like ten forty now, and like you'll like drag your paddle through the water, and it's like like FX, like movie effects, where like it would all glow like That's a dope. freaking Disney movie. It was freaking awesome. I loved it, and um, and so it was so like I was so wowed, and I was so glad my sister brought our family on that. And then uh, we started headed back, like 50 minutes back, and about 28 minutes into the way back, very specific timing, uh, I was like cruising behind my brother. He was like paddling really fast. I don't know why, but I was just kind of chilling behind him. And then this massive wake appeared right between us. It was like, boom, boom, boom. I was like, what the? (laughs) So I started freaking out. That's our third podcast member. It's called Autistic Gary. (laughs) I started (laughs) so freaking fast and like all my adrenaline started shooting because I'm like, what? What Your adrenaline started shooting. (laughs) It started shooting all over the freaking bed, bro. Just all over the pillow everywhere. (laughs) Just all over the kayak. (laughs) It's just crazy. And so then I like pedal up to my brother and I'm just like, did you see that? Did you see that? And he's like, yeah, I almost got knocked over by a retard. (laughs) And so it turned out it was it was a manatee, and apparently when they sleep, like if you float over them, they start like whacking, they start beating their meat tail like an insane amount, and so uh, that freaked the crap out of me. So we got back to the car, we gave the dude a tip. My dad with like none of us had cash. I was the only one with cash, so my dad was like, "Let me see all your money." <laughs> and so I showed him my what wallet, and I'm like, "I have fourteen dollars in cash. Do you want like five dollars, ten dollars?" And he's like, "No, give me the whole damn thing." <laughs> So he, just, he took my wallet and just gave the entire thing to the dude. I'm just like, what the heck, dad? <laughs> like, no, have his ID, have everything. Yeah, exactly. And there's a picture of his balls in there. So you can yeah. Have that too. I, I keep it on me just to remind me. <laughs> just to remind me that I'm male sometimes. So That's terrifying. So- <laughs> why, do you, why do you remind yourself that you're a male? Oh, god. my God. So my no, dad- Please don't tell anybody about that. <laughs> my dad took... No, I'm female. We, my dad took a separate car home. He took my truck. And then uh, we all took my mom's new car, the blue one out front. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started headed back. We were laughing. We were having a fun time. And uh, we were just talking about the journey. And so, you know 46? Yeah. You know how trippy that road is, right? Yeah, and we live in Florida, by the way, with the most hectic and most insane drivers who all have to get there somewhere in like, the fastest way possible. Like... We live in a state where, I mean, people will cut each other off and, and change lanes and speed past each other literally just for me to be face-to-face with this guy at the very next red light, which is like 500 feet away. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I, it's insane. It's totally toxic. And 46 is one of those roads. Um, a lot of 46 is a too. totally different animal because barely yeah. any police go down that road. So p- crazy, the craziest people, like the Florida memes... That you will see <laughs> come from that road. <laughs> like if you, if like you're talking about a, a man wrestles gator just because with like a gallon of milk or something and pours it over the alligator's eyes, it's probably off forty six. Like probably. So we're driving down forty six and okay, so you know how dangerous this is. It's like eleven thirty at night. Like eleven thirty PM. It's almost midnight. 
and we're driving down 46. And so we're just going, we're going, and then like there's this turn that you have to go past. It's like one of the only sharp turns on that road. And there are headlights coming straight at us with hazard lights on and just full high beams on. We're just, what the frick? <laughs> And so my mom, the deductive driver, realized that the car was stopped, but it was stopped on our side of the road. What the heck? And so we're driving down, and then we get a little closer, and it's just like this black Subaru that's, like, cutting half the road off. And, like, nobody's on the road since it's so late, so we just swerve around. And we're still going, like, almost 50 miles an hour. And, like, my brother and my sister, because I wasn't paying attention because I'm, I'm an idiot, <laughs> were screaming at my mother, who was driving, just to clarify. There is a man in the road. <laughs> there was a dude in the center of the road. He was just standing there like this. He is freaking T-posing. <laughs> and so then the guy realizes that we're not going to stop. So he, like, dolphin dives to the side. And we swerve around because we were going to hit him if we didn't swerve. So we swerve. And uh, now he's on the side of the road and he starts yelling, Ye old bitch! And <laughs> chucks a metal gas can at our car. And it hits it. It bounces off the side. And like my, my family is freaking out. And so my dad is behind us. He didn't see the like, dude. He didn't see the, he didn't see the dude throw the freaking gas can. But he drives up behind us, and, like, there's no cell, re like, reception, so we can't even tell him. He's, like, maybe, like, 800 feet behind us. He's pretty far, but he's the, like, next car behind us. And so, like, he knew we stopped and stuff because he saw the red, like, lights on the bumpers. But, uh, but so we, uh, we got home, and then he told us this. He said he came up past that car. He thought it was weird, too. And uh, he slowed down, and then he saw, like, a red thing in the center of the road. And my dad, like, my dad's first instinct is that somebody shot something in the middle of the road. Like, <laughs> he's just like, oh, uh, there's, like, a dead dude in the middle of the road or, like, a deer or something. I'm just like, you went to a dude first? <laughs> I'm like, what the frick? Like, my dad's a passive psycho or something. Casually talking about death here. Yeah, and so then he sees a dude bend over for the red gas can. Gosh. He figures out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> freaking ass crack open and everything and by the way this is like this is freaky situation because the dude has a gun like he has a sidearm so like he he doesn't have to throw the gas can he could shoot if he felt like it like if he was drunk enough and so apparently he bent over grabbed it started like wailing around like Whoa! <laughs> that's Florida for you bro and so my dad drives by and he like rolls down the window and he just like looks at him and like drives past and he's like and chucks the gas can at my dad's car and misses and he just keeps driving he's like what the hell that's funny for you man it's uh you'll never find a drunk country person swinging gas cans on their own while asserting his dominance uh ever you know anywhere else in the <laughs> asserting States. his dominance is the best description i think you could give but that's also like the moral of the story is audience is it's, it, there's never a bad place and or time to assert your dominance. Let people know you're superior. <laughs> if that means throwing gas cans at people's cars, throw the gas can at the person's car. They don't need the car. They can walk home. Yeah. The most important thing is that you asserted their dominance and that they're a lesser being because of that situation. Exactly. And you're the superior being. Right. So never mind the fact that they might have died because of this drunk man with a pistol. Mm-hmm. But he asserted his dominance. Agreed. And that's what's important here. Agreed. Um, Absolutely. You know, I, I just can't stress that enough of how important it is to assert your dominance.
But since we're talking about um, little trips that we went on, um, for my graduation, we both graduated high school recently. Yeah. That's why our podcast is, is filled with unmature, um, you know, barely adult, somewhat adult, young, probably may or may not be male. But, um, <laughs> but um, so Game I went, I went by the way. <laughs> it just, it, oh God. <laughs> but, um, but uh, so re- after graduation, as a part of my graduation president, we went on a five-day cruise on the Royal Caribbean. Shout out to the Royal Caribbean, by the way, even though we have no influence, because that cruise is awesome. And if you haven't been on Royal Caribbean Support cruise, us, you should go. Money. Please sponsor us. We're broke. But um, if you if you haven't been on a Royal Caribbean cruise, please go on one because it's so awesome. And the highlight of that cruise is probably the water park there, which was fantastic. And only oh, one yeah. only one ship was docked there, which is our ship. And our ship our ship was massive. We're in the middle of nowhere in the, in the ocean with uh, it's called Coco Cay, Royal Caribbean's private water park island. And that was the only day where only one ship would be there. We got super lucky. Because normally, like, around 10,000 people are going to be there. Because there was, like, wow, five to 6,000 people on a ship. And we got super lucky with only our ship being there. But I'd probably say the, the, the funniest part about the trip, though, was not the shows, you know, not, not the, not, not Coco Cay, not, you know, not the shenanigans my family plays on each other, but the cruise ship employees. These people, <laughs> okay, okay. These, these people are, are, are insane. Um, they will do anything and everything for you. All you have to do when you get on top of that cruise ship is just know how to walk and like breathe. And they'll take care of everything else for you. Um, particularly speaking, in the buffet, it's called the Windjammer. So you walk into the Windjammer. You walk across the cruise ship. It's like a 30-minute walk. That sounds like some sexy anime bathing suit, the Windjammer. <laughs> <laughs> So you walk in, right, and, and, and to prevent disease, because they, you know, they're on top of things, they make everyone wash their hands. <laughs> <laughs> to prevent disease, because they're on top. Uh, <laughs> oh, snap. Um, they make everyone wash their hands before, <laughs> before you go into the buffet. And there's this guy with a guitar. It's the same Asian guy every single time. <laughs> because there's not a single white employee on there. It's just all all foreign in this these, bro. There's, like, Russians... There's, there's Asians, there's there's Chinese people Some there. Asians, bro. I mean, I mean, there are people from places I've never even heard of before. And this guy is just making a parody of the song, the cruise director. His name is Ricky, by the way, because I got to see him every 10 minutes because he was so loud and obnoxious. <laughs> um, he made a parody of the song because it's just like, you know that song that goes like, um, I forget what it's called. It's like, hey, hey, baby, I want to know if I, uh, if you want to be my girl or something like that. She goes... She's like, hey, hey, baby, I wanna know if you washed your hands. So he's like, oh so he's God, like, so no. he's just like going ham with his guitar. Oh and the God. thing is like, I wanna know if you washed your hands. And it's hilarious because he does that all day long. Like that's that that's his job. And he sings parodies about washing your hands so for listen. like four to five hours. Listen. And so is- I go and see this comedy show, uh, uh, starring Jim David, hilarious guy. And he points out the fact that that's all they do. And he's just like, he makes up his own parent. And he's just like, if I was there, and this if this was me, if this was me there, I'd be like, after about 30 minutes, I'd be losing my eyeballs. And I'd want to, <laughs> I'd want to cut off everyone's hands. That's what, that, that's what happened. <laughs> cut off everyone's hands. Yeah, I mean, you're, you, won't, you won't even need to wash your hands. You can't wash your hands if you don't have hands. <laughs> I would have cut them all off and then gouged my eyes out. Because there's no way I could have Oh done my that. god. Um, 
you know, I'd have been like, you know, washi, 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 washi before I stab my freaking eyeballs out. So the reason we don't understand this is because, ladies, that's peak male performance right there. <laughs> that's, listen, why, listen. that's why we don't understand Ladies, that. get yourself a man who looks at... Um, who looks at you like the way that one Asian guy looks at people washing their hands, okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay? You know that man was doing something in his pants while he was watching people wash his hands. That's the only way you can enjoy that job. And they do that every single day. Every for day. For six to seven months. And it was the same Asian man, let's clarify. Same Asian man. The same Asian but man. But I don't know if it was the same, because they all look the same. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wow, that's mega bad. Yeah, it was, <sighs> it, was a, it was a great trip, though. I had a lot of fun. And then I proceeded to, to enter my group chat with Garrett and his girlfriend. At the moment, I get back on, and they're talking about the things that I may or may not be doing on the cruise ship. All things which are questionable. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and totally just compromise my moral code, even though we've been talking for, like, years. But it's just like, as soon as I'm gone for five days, they just start talking about all this stuff that they think I'm doing. Uh, I'm like, what? But, um. That's fun to think about that. Yeah. You want to talk about getting cock blocked? Oh uh, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> I got you. I, I, I'm, I'm, too, I'm, too, I'm too scared for that, but um, <laughs> but um, listen here, fam. I haven't seen like more like I don't think this is like possible for 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 it to happen, but I I haven't seen like that amount of old people in like one spot oh my like ever. It's got to be wealthy old white people. I feel like me and my brother were the only people like below age 30. You guys brought up the average age like 15 years. <laughs> and, you know, there was maybe a handful of girls my age. There wasn't a whole lot to look at. I'm, I'm just saying because all Feels there was bad, is just, just boxes and people who were already taken. And speaking of taken, we need to discuss the monstrosity that is online dating. Please. Oh lord. Okay. And I, I want to talk about how hilarious um, Tinder and all those apps are because of the fact that they want to start approving, like you know, like proving men's heights before I talk about it. Because people you're are, kidding me. People are so self-conscious in the fact that you know they're so, they're this height or they're this weight that they need to like make make it like less weight or make themselves appear taller than they actually are to deceive people. <sighs> and so Tinder includes this thing, right? It's a big ordeal. I'm sure you guys already heard of this, but um. As soon as this gets released, where they're going to start confirming men's heights so women aren't get deceived, the internet just goes crazy. And every men just like, please include a weight confirmation. A weight, a weight confirmation. A weight confirmation, um, an aspect for the, for the app. So women can't lie about their weight. And I'm like, honestly, oh my gosh. All, is fair, all is fair in love and war. It, it really is. Well, if we got to prove our height now, then I mean, like... <laughs> I mean... People are hiding everything. I mean, you could be dating. You could be, like, think you're going on a date with a, with a girl, but it could be, like, a tortoise. Oh, or how about that new Snapchat filter and that dude who put on his female uh, Snapchat filter on Tinder and got, like, 500. Yeah, got, like, 25 different. 500 <laughs> matches. Like, everybody oh God, swiped bro. right on that man. And this is a sad part, too, because some men are, are sexier as females than they will be ever as males. And you know how, like, hard that is to like admit to yourself but you look at yourself in this in this filter and you're just like wow i'm actually like the ugliest male i've ever seen but i'm actually be a great female there's just more influence to make yourself someone you're not which is just you know why this month's even are anyway so
Shove. And we're we're not gonna say who, but there's there is somebody from our school that looks exactly like every male to woman filter on Snapchat. We won't say names, but you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> every man that uses that woman filter looks like her. And that's just mega feel bad. I mean, uh, if I looked like an artificial filter, I'd be pretty upset. But if I looked better using an artificial filter, then I'd be more upset. Nice. <laughs> um, so speaking of women, do you want to... Uh, what is it? Your number one. Oh, yeah. Direct segue off the topic of women and there not being any. I had this long conversation with Garrett last night. Do attractive females, like, ever use the restroom? Like, do they poop? No, they don't. You know you're attractive if you have never pooped before. Like, can you be considered attractive if you, like, defy all of, like, natural human limitation? I think so. Is that how that works nowadays? I because you notice that. You, like, I noticed that. Like, like, I mean, those really, like, pretty feminine girls, like, all they do is just, like, stealthily use the restroom and then be pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, you've never heard, uh, uh, you've never heard, like, a super attractive girl, like, fart. Yeah. Never seen her go to the bathroom. Never. And, I mean, whether they pee or poop, it all takes a long time, so you don't know which one it is. Yeah. So there's no evidence. Mm-hmm. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, what do you guys do in there besides, like, pee and talk about your life stories? I don't know, but they move as a herd into the bathroom. <laughs> I know. It's like, well, there's the pack of, you know... Females again talking dudes, about it's just like yo I'm going to the bathroom it's like all right <laughs> right which 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 is also you know a fair reason to point out how men have like no filter so you know you'll never find out if women go to the bathroom and you'll never find out that women go pooping they'll never tell you that they'll never admit oh yeah I just took a giant dump like men will you know what I'm talking about Max. so it's like but men will talk about everything they'll be like bro my balls itch bro I gotta go to the bathroom bro I just farted bro enjoy the smell of that that's the, that's the difference between these not biology not anatomy the main difference between male and female is the filter and lack of one I think so yeah <laughs> when I, in retrospect to disgusting things like going to the bathroom well like I'll be like, I've been at your house before, and I was going to the bathroom, and you're, like, trying to ask me questions, like, through the door. And I'm like, I'm shitting! <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone! Like, 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 men are, like, the only creatures to, like, go to the bathroom. Because, like, going to the bathroom for a woman is, like, a, is, like, a, is like, a, like, a sacred thing. Like, they'll take friends in the bathroom, which is beyond me. But men are the only ones who will sit on their phone and then, like, send memes yes. to their friends while yeah. they're doing their business. I've done that many a time. We're literally two rooms across, and one of us is in the bathroom, and we're still sending memes. Like, like we can't just wait for five minutes and then, you know, go out and show the memes that, no, it needs to be sent while we're on the toilet. Yeah, no, right when you find it, it's important you share it, like, right away. Absolutely. Oh, Meme, it's not funny Memes die in minutes. Memes die in Absolutely. minutes. Absolutely. They, they, they die as soon as you stop laughing, so you need to show it. That's true. It never ends. And that's why I wake up in the morning with 37 different memes from Garrett mm-hmm. at one point. And they're all, like, a minute long. <laughs> yeah. So you know that I was researching for, like, 30, 40 minutes on those memes. Which is hilarious because I'm usually up till 5 in the morning anyway, which means I can see all the notifications, which is so annoying because I'm, like, watching YouTube and, like, trying to enjoy myself. I just am getting, just like, like, meme, meme, notification, <laughs> notification. And my fingers are fat as hell. So, like, I try and swipe up on the notification to get, to get off my screen and I tap into it. <laughs> so I'm switching back and forth accidentally between YouTube and Instagram 37 times and I want to oh. kill myself. So I took I turned off notifications for Instagram, 
um, the day before yesterday because I finally lost my mind. And, and it's also backfired on me many a time because people have been trying to talk to me. And I yes. just, uh, I look like I'm ignoring them when in reality I just have no idea they're talking to me in the first place. Feels bad. Not really. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what is this here? You talking about like Bird Box? What is, what is Bird Box? Bird Box. Are you, talking about, are you talking about the Netflix show Bird Box? I'm talking about Netflix in general. Like, Netflix has gone downhill recently. <laughs> like, even in their Netflix originals. Another thing females appreciate. Netflix. See, this is all on topic, people. We're totally we're, around. Exactly. We're, we're, we're totally, like we totally had this plan. It's, it's like the circle of life. But so, you know, when you're Netflix and chilling, and so you look through the Netflix originals at the bad stuff, and, like, it's gotten worse. It's gotten so much more entertaining because it's worse. Like, there's this there's this Irish show that uh, me and my sister found, the la- like, a couple nights ago. And it's literally, like, don't flinch. <laughs> they set up challenges for, like, these eight contestants where you cannot flinch. Like, they purposefully make it so that you flinch, but you cannot flinch. That's and, not fair. And if one of them like flinches, if one of them flinches, then first of all, they're punished in a certain way. Ha, huh, pause. And then... The host who, like, had them as, like, I don't know, part of their team gets that point. And the host with the most amount of points also does a challenge, like, at the very end. I think it's kind of cool because the host has to actually do something rather than sit up there and go, Hey, where's the lamb sauce? <laughs> okay, so the Gordon Ramsay's the... Got it. Gordon Ramsay's the announcer for the show, apparently. Got it. And Gordon Ramsay is British. He's not Irish. Because he's Irish. Donkey. He's totally Irish. Donut. <laughs> you donkey donut, bro. Freaking that sounds horrible. Custard and cream. That's nasty. Yeah, I wouldn't want to fill my donut. I wouldn't want to fill my donkeys with custard and cream. <laughs> <laughs> what orifice? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So you know, Gordon Ramsay is obviously British, and he has a very amazing British accent. No homo, but. You know, there he does he does live in America, but even in America, there's a stark contrast between America and America. Okay. America has a Second Amendment, as we all know. Yes. Very controversial amendment. You know, in America, people will justify having you know one assault rifle, one handgun, and blah 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 to defend themselves. But in America, America is the only place where you need a rocket launcher, an Uzi. Two AR-15s, um, a karambit, um, an M60 mount on top of your roof. Yeah. And that's pretty much the division between the northern and southern states. In northern, in the north, it's America. But in the south, it's America. Right. And in America is when you can get away with unjustifiable things. But um, even though, like, Alabama is sort of northern, let's just consider it southern. I'm going to fudge my cousin. That's the, the South is the only place where you have uncontrollable incest. You have people who, with 18... Uncontrollable. <laughs> it's just like, even in the supermarket, you just find them banging between the aisles. It's crazy. I'm telling you. I like, mean, Cheez-Its all People's children are like, making underwear. children. It's insane, yeah. Like, you raise the children to suck on their dong and then have their child again. <laughs> what? <laughs> Speaking of house-mounted uh, M16 machine guns, we're gonna watch the. <laughs> How do you segue off of that? <laughs> we're going to we're gonna watch the Purge tonight or some other night this week. Oh uh, yeah, 
That movie's been out for like a million years. It's been out since 2012, I think. (laughs) That's old. Or like, yeah. Number two's actually been out pretty recently. I think maybe the last three years or something. I I think it's funny how we call that recent. (laughs) Bro, 2012 was... Eight years ago. No, six, seven, seven years, seven years ago. ago. Seven years ago. Seven years ago. That, that shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that 2012 way. 2012 does that not way. feel that long ago, but when you think of it in terms of years, it's like, whoa. And that's just how you, it's just, you know, days go by fast, but years go by slow. That's true. And that's the only educational thing I have to say today. Nice. My, uh, my educational fact is... 12% of people on this earth do not wipe their ass. They catch their poop with toilet paper rolls. I'm not joking. That is not a fake statistic. <laughs> that is not fake. But you still can't avoid having dingleberries, bro. It still comes out of you. I know it attaches to all your freaking tangled hairs and everything, bro. It's disgusting. They literally, like, I'm talking like <laughs> 1,000% this far. <laughs> <laughs> They <laughs> fill their hand with paper towels. No, but I can't get over those, like, what's that French word for that toilet? They're just, like, hyper. Of it, like, you're just, like, a hyper squirts your butthole. Like, I mean, I just can't get over how gross that sounds. You can like, never go back once you do it once. It's like sex. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, sprays up into your butthole and cleans it out. I know, that sounds horrible. Like, you will never feel cleaner. I'm not kidding. Ugh. I don't know, bro. It's like cold. Those, those Asians are doing something right because they, they're like, they're like virus pass rate is like, like every like one in a hundred, like 1%. I mean, well, they're, China's also selling oxygen in bottles, so. Yo. <laughs> Flavored oxygen. <laughs> bro, the blueberry oxygen gets me going. The lavender gets me going. Yeah, dude. Speaking of which, did you know that lavender is? Did you know that whenever you eat a blueberry, blueberries are just blue balls, and so whenever you eat blueberries, you eat blue balls. I will. At least say no homo before you eat a blueberry if you're a man, okay? I will never eat those now. They're disgusting. They're like little. I'm out. They're like little juice grit pockets. (laughs) Little juice grit. Like especially, especially like the the squishier ones. Like they're just so gritty. They're nasty. Like you bite them and they just like. Yeah. I mean, like, like the, the, the hard, the harder ones, pause. Like the the sour ones, those are good, because yeah. they're like sour and they actually like maintain like a fleshy type of fruit. But right. the softer ones, usually right. the bigger ones, they're just like squishy right. and limp. My man's talking about soft, limp, and squishy. Blue yeah, they're like squishy and limp, just like Garrett's. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, right now you're sure you sure are right. <laughs> Nothing's getting me going in this room. That's for a fact. So I was going to say earlier that um, lavender is actually a sexual smell. In women, it activates their hormones. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm just going to go onto the street with buckets of lavenders and just throw them at women. <laughs> Why don't you love me? <laughs> Live with me. <laughs> Can you tell we're single? Just kidding. I'm single. He's not. Well, I'm about to be, probably. (laughs) (laughs) After hearing this podcast, the lady's going to be like, you know what? I'm out. (laughs) Fluff you and your blueberry balls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. 
Alright, well, uh, I think that's all the time we have today for our first podcast. Gary, yeah. let's close us out. Yeah, if we keep going on any longer, I'm going to start making more butt jokes. Yeah, and we do not want that. So uh, Everyone's already probably clicked off already because they're sick of hearing your buttholes. Yeah, well, I've got more of them. I've got like three or something like that. <laughs> okay, well, now's your time to click off. I've got a big disorder, so uh, thanks for listening. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> wow.